you doing? My name is Augie with VIP Playlist. I am here with a guest co-host. My my Adam co-host couldn't be here today. You want to introduce yourself, guest co-host? It's me, Josh, the singer of the band Properties of Nature. <laughs> yeah, and the host of the podcast as well. Yeah. We also have another guest with us today. This is from a solid state band. Been inactive for a while, but they're back making some amazing music. Uh, you want to introduce yourself, your band, and, and tell us what you do for the band? Sure. Um, I am Dawson Schultz from the band The Ongoing Concept. I scream and sing and play guitar, and uh, excited to be here. Heck yeah, man. So I got to tell you, man, I've been listening to The Ongoing Concept since Arrows Before Bullets. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah. in the house. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I love <laughs> it, dude. Cool. Love it. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, I mean, man, on I... the other hand, I I just heard about you guys. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to butt in and say, I've never heard of you guys. Well, and I listened through, I listened through all of your discography, um, at least what's on Spotify. I don't know if you have anything that's on other things. Yeah. Um, I didn't put the, what is my destiny on the playlist, but that one's more of like a, like a MySpace metalcore type. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. I didn't I think it was it. bad at all. I thought the, the vocals the only thing I would have wanted more was more like uh, lyrical complexity because mm -hmm. it was really repetitive vocally. Yeah, we were, we still are in some ways very vocal repetitive, but yeah, that one was Parker, my brother, the drummer, he was like 10 years old and he does all the screams on that, on that EP. Oh, he was the one that did the screams on the yeah, yeah, before he bullets. Can't he can't scream at all now. Like he's oh, done, he, he did that when he was 10 and then he, got like puberty hit him and he literally like can't do any of that and he just hates that idea anyways like yeah it's it's hilarious because he used to play drums and scream when we were doing local shows back in like 2009 2010 and yeah as soon as he kind of like i don't know got a little bit older he the thought of even screaming terrifies him so he hasn't done yeah. anything like 2000 and well since airs for bullets he never did anything during for that ep it was that was Damn. kyle Time. but yeah 10 year old parker screaming on that it's crazy Bro, i mean what kind of looks would y'all get at shows when this little kid just walked on stage? <laughs> well it was weird because i think half the time everybody uh didn't know who was screaming because there's this there's this kid that's so tiny he's 10 behind a drum kit that's way bigger than he is and and then on top of that <laughs> screaming and he, you know when he, whenever you watch a drummer scream or sing, you sometimes don't know where the vocals are coming from. Cause you're like, who, who's, Oh, yeah. it's a drummer, you know? So I think people didn't even know what was going on. That's crazy, <laughs> so, dude. Yeah. What, man, that's insane, dude. Um, but yeah, it was before bullets. I actually found out cause I, I was a solid state kid growing up, man. And, uh, I bought pretty much everything from solid state and that's kind of how I came across y'all. So I think, I don't remember. I know I saw Cover Girl first, but then I, when I searched you up on uh, like YouTube, Arrows Before Bullets was the first thing that came up. Well, that that song got assigned to Solid State too. Um, it? It sounds like yeah. So 
that was a that was a good. I I still want to play that. That's one song I keep trying to bring up to my guys to be like, you know, we should do that as an encore sometime because I know there's a lot of people that actually really love that song, even though it's, it's a banger, dude. I it, love is, it. it is a banger. Yeah, it's a fun one. I love it. And it's about Legend of Zelda, which is the best thing ever. Hell yeah! Was that why you did a the eight bit version of it, a little video game? Did we do that? Where is yeah, that? Yeah, it's on yeah, Spotify on the EP. That was the one you did the date bit of, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bonus. Or yeah, okay, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh man, I like that. I didn't expect uh, while listening through your discography, it was so um, like diverse. Yeah, how much stuff you guys have? I heard like banjos, piano, acoustic guitar, every normal instrument, <laughs> electric, like normal band instrument, electric guitar, bass. I see you have like a mandolin on your wall. (laughs) Is that in anything? Uh, Not yet. I actually bought that for, I made a a wedding song for my wedding uh, two a year and a half ago. Um, That it, so I bought a mandolin to make a cute little wedding song for the highlight reel of my wedding. (laughs) And (laughs) so I haven't used it since I made that song. So no, there is nothing from the ongoing concept, but there are some songs I have made. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a weird instrument to play. I, I'm not a big fan, but yeah, I've only like touched one once at a music store, and like one time when my friend brought one to a guitar class I had, I haven't really touched them. I remember them having like a bunch of strings. <laughs> yeah, they're double strings, so there's eight strings. Yeah, yeah. they're we. Uh, it's similar to a ukulele, which is in an ongoing concept song. So we have done nice. that. I actually didn't hear the ukulele. Uh, the song "Melody" it's on off of her handmade album. It's mm-hmm. it's actually it's like my favorite song on that album. Yeah, it's like one of the softer songs that y'all have ever done is is "Melody," right? Yeah, and I love the music video. I think it's pretty freaking cool. I if, I had a pretty cool idea for that, and it turned out pretty pretty cool. Even though I had to sit in the snow for hours at a time, and I froze my ass off. Sounds rough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, y'all even did that cover of Battlefield as well, which is fucking dope. Gosh, the Jordan Sparks thing. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys are bringing back, you guys are not really bringing back any positive vibes. Right oh, now. man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. No, it's, when I look back at that era, like I, I kind of cringe a little bit because we just were so cheesy. But it's cool that people appreciate it. Yeah. But it's just like anything, you know, when you look back on yourself – 12 years ago like you can't help but cringe because i i know what i know what i was doing after i was recording i was going and doing homework in high school and then you start thinking about your high school life and how cringy that was and it's yeah that was a weird Uh, time in my life (laughs) for shit dude y'all y'all accomplished more in high school than what most people do their whole lives dude i okay i'll take it i was gonna counter but i couldn't think of anything i appreciate (laughs) it No problem, man. But uh, so today we're going to go ahead and hop into it, man. We're going to make a Spotify playlist based on some of your influences. Is there anything you want to name it? So I I was thinking because my dog Reggie is here um, and he has a cone on his head. Uh, he's sleeping right now. He's... Oh, man. <laughs> but I thought it'd be, I, uh, I was thinking it'd be hilarious to do something that's like, uh, he's a, he's a, he's an Aussie doodle or he's a border collie doodle. So he's got a lot of like curly hair. And, um, (laughs) my wife was here earlier before this podcast and she spent like 30 minutes like brushing him. And I was like, maybe we should do one where it's songs to brush your dog to. (laughs) I like that. I (laughs) I don't know. 
I'm not oh a dog God. person either. We just got them like two months ago, and I'm allergic to dogs. But we got the the poodle the poodle mix thing, and it's non aller non whatever it's called. Yeah, non allergenic or hypoallergenic. Yeah, hypoallergenic. Yeah, and so it's been nice. I don't have any issues, but he does have a lot of curls and a lot of mats that we have to pull out of his hair, um, like you know once or twice a week. So yeah, yeah. songs songs to brush your dog too that'll there's work, another man. way to word that or maybe songs to i don't know song song yeah just do that that's that's gotcha. <laughs> listen up all you vip peers and vip players goddamn patreon now so <laughs> aggressive <laughs> Did. We have a Patreon now. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> and a Discord. Yeah. And a YouTube. Discord. Come but join. No it. webcams yet. No webcams. You can't see our beautiful face. Not yet. Yeah. Shout out to Enormous Adam on Discord. Hit him up if you need a Discord. He did a great job on ours. It looks cool. But guess what? You won't know how it looks unless you join that bitch. <laughs> if you would, please join our Discord and our Patreon. It would be really cool of you. We would love you forever. We'd still love you forever, even if you don't. Yeah. But you join the Patreon, you're going to get stickers. stickers. You get to dehumanize me. Yes. I don't know what that means. Go look Go at the, the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's and it. Subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, comment. Thank you. Review, subscribe. We yeah, love you more. all that stuff. Do everything that you do for all the people that you love on YouTube. Do it for us too. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. So obviously, y'all all three come from like a musical family. Is there anything that maybe your parents showed you as a child that you can still kind of keep with you today that maybe an influence, like just some old oh, songs? Yeah. yeah, I got some songs. Um, are you guys looking for a couple examples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us a couple songs, man. So we could do, I'm looking it up on Spotify. We could do Bruce Hornsby. Uh, that's the way it is, I think. Yeah, the way it is. Yeah, it's a very famous song. You probably hear it in home people all the freaking time. Um, <laughs> but Bruce Hornsby is a big influence in my family. Uh, just the, the piano style, the very, um, I don't know. Bruce Hornsby is just the man. I love all of his shit. It's so good. Yeah. That was one that my parents played a lot. Um, do you want multiple or just one or two? Uh, we can get like one or two from that era from, from your parents. And I'm trying to be selective because I really want to Boston – I'm going to say this one, Boston party. I think it's called party. And I, the, the reason why that, that one's good because my mom hated that one, but <laughs> my dad would always play it when I, we would, when, when, when me and him would drive in the truck and he would blast some of those Boston songs that my mom didn't approve of. Cause they said, they said token, I think, or no, it's not the song party. I'm sorry. It's the song smoking by Boston. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. Oh, and it's so funny. It's, oh, it's four, tw- four minutes and 21 seconds. I bet you they, oh, yeah. they made that song four minutes and 20 seconds, but Spotify added a second on there. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the case. That's hilarious. But yeah, the Boston is a, is a big band in my family. Um, My dad is like convinced that the, the guitar player is, his name's Tom Schultz. And yeah. it's 
it's spelled the same way as our last name and like Schultz is a very rare last name. And he, he's always had this like feeling that we're related to Tom Schultz just because of our music background and stuff. And the fact that Tom Schultz is very DIY, like he built his own like amps and all this stuff. And so my dad's always wanted to figure out if maybe we're somehow like faintly related and so ancestry man get on yeah, ancestry <laughs> we do but there's not a whole lot on on the schultz side like, yeah um yeah there's almost i can't we can't find a lot of info on like where my where, like my grandpa's side my grandma we just found out is ukrainian which is crazy um but she never told my dad that until recently or not not recently we found an old vhs tape when i was doing that unwanted video you know, the, with all the old footage from the, yeah, yeah. I went through hours of footage and I found a video of my dad filming my grandma, like from 15 years ago before she passed away. And she mentioned that she had Ukrainian parents, which means she was Ukrainian, but we didn't even know that. So Damn. there's just a lot of weird history with my family's, uh, yeah. but anyways, Boston smoking is an awesome song. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, so y'all, did y'all learn instruments from your dad? Uh, yeah, my mom and my dad are both musical. My dad plays drums and my mom, um, plays piano. And so when I was like four, I mean, ever since I was young, my dad was just constantly like playing the drums with me as in like, you know, pots and pans kind of style, um, playing on like Lincoln logs and stuff. So you see some of that stuff in that on one. Yeah. 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 That was... that's, that's like me when I was like two years old. And uh, I got my first drum set when I was four and my dad was playing with me all the time. And we would just play like, we would just do, do like talent shows and stuff back when I was really young um, at our ch local church and stuff is just a fun little thing. And my dad's very much in this like music and supporting music. And then my mom, um, you know, got me and my brother, Kyle, who's, a year and a half, almost two years younger than me into piano lessons when we were like five ish. And so I did piano lessons for like six years and yeah. So I mean, I've just very, very musical family. And then all of my extended family are very musical as well. I have lots of cousins, um, aunts and uncles that are all musicians themselves. So I, you know, our, yeah. our yearly like new year's Eve or like Christmas, um, get togethers with family would normally be like huge jamming sessions of just all of our relatives playing music together. So I've yeah. literally sounds music. so cool. That really does. Yeah. That sounds awesome. It is pretty cool. Yeah. It, and they're all Canadian. So I'm, I'm Canadian myself. I was born, born in Canada along with my brothers and my mom and my dad, but we were able to get American citizenship here, but we would, all of my family lives in Canada. So we would always travel up there, for the winter holidays and have like a big get together and uh lots of lots of music being played it was that's awesome. crazy dude okay dang um so Ryan. so how many instruments do you play because you said you started with drums yeah um i yeah i started with drums and then i started playing piano and then i started playing bass guitar in high school or middle school in band when band you were allowed to play bass guitar and so i picked that up because i was so i wanted to do something else i kind of wanted a reason for my parents to buy me a a bass guitar or a guitar in general and so they were able to i was able to get that and then 
from bass, I transitioned over to guitar at like 14 or something. And then, um, yeah, that's just kind of the, the range of events. And then were you doing like vocal stuff, like all along that whole time, or did you get into vocals way later? I got the vocal thing was like way later. Like (laughs) the reason why I started doing vocals was we started, this was way before the ongoing concept. Um, like we were still the ongoing concept, but we weren't, we were called concept at the time. And the only reason why we didn't keep that name was because it was already taken by someone else. So we went with the ongoing concept at the end of the day. But um, at the time, I think this was when we were, I think I was like a freshman in high school. We were auditioning people in our high school to be like the vocalist of our band. And at the time it was just me and Kyle and this was before Parker was in the band. Uh, it was me and Kyle and then a, a, a friend of mine that was a drummer. And we were auditioning vocals and everyone sucked. And I I kept, I, I started to sing to show them what I wanted them to sing. And <laughs> they all kind of sucked. And then I started realizing, I'm like, why is it that I'm showing you how to sing this part and I'm singing it fine. Why don't I just do it myself? So uh, it's wild how many other bands I've heard have such a similar story. My band has like something similar to that. Oh, really? Yeah, like because I couldn't sing at all. I I was like shitty, but then now I'm I'm the main vocalist for my band. Oh, so, I think okay. that's wild. What was your? I heard you say your band name, but I forgot what oh, it's, it's called. It's called Properties of Nature. We're like, pro. Yo, they just released two that's bangers, man. Hardcore. I don't even know what other to call it than that yeah mind goblin and cock blocked are their two cock most blocked. recent releases wait what really that's the name yeah cock blocked <laughs> no clock block it's clock oh is it clock the joke yeah it's a, oh shit a clock it's a joke blocked. On the my joke, bad the joke. it's a double clock joke. blocked okay 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 yeah uh, mind goblin and then sorry excuses from two years ago and then clock clock blocked. Yeah, oh, yeah, clock blocked. My bad. I didn't mean to say it wrong. <laughs> I'll uh fix this out after, after. They don't, man. They're really good. Our our newer stuff we uh actually wrote with a whole other band. It's like a super EP. Yeah. Uh, oh, is I that think that music is the music we're releasing right now? I think is better than our older stuff. Like, okay. They did a collaboration with another band, so they wrote an entire EP, and it's not it's not like a split like how you normally see bands do it. They collaborated on the entire EP. Yeah. Like an actual, like two main artists. We both released it on all of our platforms. Yeah. So it's properties of nature slash Alexis. Alucius. Alucius. Yeah. I would suggest looking up Alucius too. I think you, uh, based on the kind of music you play and the ongoing concept, I think you'd like Alucius. Where are they? Where are you guys all located? Uh, Alucius is from, uh, Kentucky. I'm from Utah. Yeah, I'm in Texas. Oh, okay. We're we're everywhere, man. (laughs) Where where in Texas are you? Um, East Texas. So So, like two hours away from Dallas, like 45 45 minutes from Shreveport. um, Are you close to New Braunfels? Yes. Oh, Like an hour away? Oh, hell yeah. I was just there like three weeks ago. So the company that I I work for, a mental health um, company called Integrated Interventions, and we focus on um, like – one-on-one mentoring for people that have that are on the spectrum um, yeah like you know schizophrenia 
or maybe anything really that just they they have a hard time they turn 18 and they kind of have a hard time coming into the community getting a job or learning to drive or you know these types of things and we do one-on-one mentoring with those types of people and we have a location in new Braunfels as well as cool man so i go i do all their multimedia and marketing i used to be a mentor myself for like two years but i now just uh do all the videos and stuff for them but um but yeah new Braunfels. i was just there and it's always fun to go go yeah Was that your uh, brother who did the uh, old timey rock and roll in a in a bar in Dallas? <laughs> that was me. Oh, that was you. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was me. That was me God last damn it, year dude. when that was when I went down there because I we go down there once a year. Yeah, and I and there's this live karaoke band um, in New Braunfels where they know like three or four hundred songs, and it's a it's a freaking band, and they you sit down at a table and they have the whole list of songs that you can ask to be a part of. And yeah, I mean, my coworkers did a couple songs. I did, you know, the old time rock and roll. Josh, did you see that video? No, I uh... Oh my God. He's in a bar in Texas and he's screaming uh uh, old timey rock and roll <laughs> in a, in yeah, a karaoke bar. Is it on, is it's it on, on his, guys, his like... Instagram, I think. Okay. It is. It's on Facebook. It's on our band Facebook too. Yeah, that shit okay. cracks me up yeah. every time I watch it, man. <laughs> it's so. And then we went there. We went to that because that's like our thing now. We've done it three years in a row where we do our. We we were working like all week filming, doing interviews, doing all this stuff, and then on Thursday night the day before we head home, we just go to the bar to that live karaoke and just hang out and have fun. And we went there again and and it's the same people. And what's really crazy is you, if you actually look these people up on Instagram, they're like all like famous on Instagram. Like the guitar player has like 400,000 followers. Oh shit. He's really well known. And uh, I had no idea at the time. And anyway, so this time I went there like looking at these people going, man, these are all like, these guys are like well-known people. Um, I didn't do a, I didn't do a song this time though. Yeah. I wasn't going to spoof them again. They, they probably (laughs) kick me out. So the type of music you grew up on and the type of music you play, I'm sure are completely different. Uh, what, what got you into like the whole metalcore type esque music? Um, like I was really into dream theater for a long time and, uh, all of us were me, Kyle and Parker, um, TJ, not so much, but the three brothers, we were all into to dream theater and, and everything. And then one time we went, we'd had a family reunion in Canada and my cousin, Sean showed me August Burns red messengers album. And we were, just hanging out by the lake because we have like this big lake reunion every used to every year. Yeah. Hanging out at the lake and hearing like the 11th hour for the first time on that messengers album. That was when like all three of us were like, Holy shit, this is like so crazy. And uh, that's kind of what started it. And then we started getting into bands like uh, attack attack was really big at that time. Um, Asking Alexandria, um so is that what kind of like influenced the synth on that first ep yeah yeah there's quite a bit of uh asking alexandria and attack attack kind of like inspirations at that time for sure yep i don't listen to those bands anymore <laughs> <laughs> the bands i listen to now are told like i listen to well we can get into it but I, I don't listen yeah to yeah i don't listen, I don't, to, anything I don't that listen was... to them anymore either 
Um, let's so just for the sake of the playlist, let's get a Dream Theater song on here, man. Oh shit! Okay. Um, let's do. I would just say Dance of Eternity. That's like the one that really got me into Dream Theater was just how insane it is. Um, yeah. Ever heard music that weird? And it's got like thirty time signature changes and shit and that blew my mind when i first heard it yeah do, <laughs> do that one plus there's no vocals which is the best part yeah <laughs> i don't like do you the, like instrumental stuff i just don't really like the vocalist of dream theater i think he's a little whiny sounding so any instrument any any instrumental stuff from dream theater is great are you asking if i'm if i'm into instrumental music in general well i guess yeah yeah um yeah totally um oh wait that they're not instrumental shit <laughs> um maybe not as much as i actually thought uh I, I mean everyone probably says polyphia at some point polyphia is pretty cool but that i don't really listen to them they're too much like um there's a couple songs i really like though from polyphia. yeah but i'm trying to think of like another instrumental band that i actually do animals as leaders oh no oh no. snarky puppy snarky puppy for sure Snarky Puppy? I haven't either. Oh, it's a jazz band. That's the thing. I don't listen to metal. I listen to jazz. Most okay, what about like Chon then? So like Chaz, sorry. Uh, it's okay. Chon's Chan. cool. Um, Corey Wong. I Corey Wong is one of my favorite artists. He's He's got singing in some of his stuff though, so it's hard for me to call him an instrumental band. Chon, I, I, I think the thing is, is like I really like to stay away from like the guitar technical stuff because um, to me it's like it doesn't feel it personally doesn't really feel like there's a lot of love in it. It's almost okay, like you feel like it takes away from the music. Yeah. It's like, how, how crazy can I do? Like, I don't really want to see someone like, I don't want to see Usain Bolt playing guitar, like as in <laughs> like, how crazy can we play it, make these guitar parts. And I feel like because of that thinking, it takes away from like the music if the, I just, it's hard to explain what I'm trying to say, but um, I get it. I understand. I'm trying yeah. not to derail this. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have like these questions <laughs> that would completely derail Augie's. You're good, dude. Go uh, ahead. Time frame. I was gonna ask. Uh, okay, this this one because this this could derail it a lot. Uh, you ever listen to the Fall of Troy? Yeah, the Fall of Troy is crazy for sure. And and uh, Thomas Thomas is, Thomas is really good at like creating the 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 vibe that I appreciate. And that's probably because there's vocals involved with Fall of Troy. Um, but that guy's insane. We actually played a show with Thomas like six years ago and he opened for us because it was like him and his ex-girlfriends like band and he played drums. It was what? the weirdest thing. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I don't remember cool what they were enough. called, but I remember just being like, our, is he think, good at the drums? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. But I've only ever seen him play guitar. That's crazy. I know. I didn't know that either. And then, you know, someone in our tour package was like, did you guys know that Thomas from Fall Troy is opening for us with his, like, girlfriend's band? And I was like, what? And then, yeah. And then, was, yeah. And then it was the worst set we ever had because our whole... Um, everything just like our backing tracks and stuff all like took a shit. Like our whole computer like died halfway through our set. It was a really rough night. It was like the worst show of the whole tour. Damn. And of course it's when Thomas is playing opening for us. <laughs> we felt How, what kind of music was it that they were playing? And it felt like uh, it kind of, 
Well, because his girlfriend at the time was like the singer and guitar player, and she obviously was like not at Thomas's level. So it was kind of like a like I want to say almost like psychedelic rock kind of like mix ish mm. type thing. Like there was no screaming, there was no craziness. It was just kind of like like grungy. Yeah, rock. I don't even 16, know. Sixteen four, seventeen four parts. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> not. It was all four four for sure. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And then I think they broke up shortly after. And I'm I could be totally wrong about that. So don't take my word on it. But I want to say that that band does not exist anymore. Damn. I'll have to look back. That was when we toured with uh, Capstan, I think. Uh, so here's what I did for you. So. Since I didn't want to make this playlist too cringe for you, but I, I threw on Dream Theater and then I put the 11th hour just because that's like the yeah. pinnacle one that you remember. But I won't make you do an Attack Attack or a Asking Alexandria song. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can do an Asking Alexandria song, a good one from that era. It's the, um, because this song we listened to all the fucking time and it was so sick and it's still sick. The band itself is sick. I yeah. love it. I've always wanted to play a show, I've always wanted to meet Danny. I just oh, think yeah. that guy is just like his country shit that he did. Oh, so good. He Dude just, is insane, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. Let's see. It's from their um, Shut Up and Stand Up and Scream album. Yeah. One called I Was Once Possibly Maybe Perhaps a Cowboy King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's awesome. So you yeah. can do that one if you want. Man, just. Came back, I'm sorry. You're good, dude. He, the dude was so young making that shit, man. It's so fucking crazy. He's younger than I am. I'm yeah. 30. Same with Caleb from Beartooth. And yeah, it's Caleb awesome. too, man. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, we got those on there. Um, man, I know your parents, you mentioned they've always been supportive and everything like that. I find it funny that he had like three instru- like you know, instrumentally talented children and then they chose to play metal <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we yeah, we definitely went down the dream theater hole with like we first started writing songs that were like 16 minutes long. Like yeah. we had all this stuff that we did back before we were the ongoing concept and everything. But yeah, we did become super heavy and I don't know. I I think my parents at first were a little bit like, "What is this?" But <laughs> now that they've seen how it's progressed, I think I mean, they've always been 100% supportive of us, but I think now they're starting to realize like, oh, wow, this is cool that you guys have created like a bit of a legacy um, in in this, even though it is like not music that we would listen to every day. But, you know, I find my mom listening to our music quite a bit. Like I'll come over and she'll be in her office working on something and she'll have like all of our soft songs on a playlist on Spotify. That's awesome. That's really all cool. The, all the ones that we don't scream on, she has. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's pretty cute. That's cool, man. And like, did they say anything like about the screaming at first or? Yeah. I mean, they were like, it's a little crazy, but then they started to realize that it totally makes sense to, especially Kyle. It makes, it makes complete sense to his personality. He's a loud guy all the time. And so for him to do that is completely on par with his personality. Like, you know how there's actors out there that people go, well, he's an actor, but that whole time he was in that show, he was just playing exactly who he is. You hear that yeah. a lot with like sitcoms, like The Office, for example. Almost, it feels like almost everybody on The Office, besides like maybe Steve Carell and Angela, 
Yeah. Um, but a lot of those people, they'll they'll be like, that's just kind of how that person actually is in real life. Like they're just <laughs> playing themselves. They're not playing a character. That's how Kyle is. He's not playing a character. He is a hundred percent who he is all the time in real life. <laughs> and that's it's funny. Awesome. I think my parents really started to to enjoy that. And they're like, man, that's the per- perfect outlet for Kyle is, yeah. is doing what he already does. That's really cool, man. And like what was it like? Like, I know you and him both do like screaming and singing and just, you know, how did y'all figure out to the screams, man? Just trial and error. I told Kyle back in the day that he should start screaming. Um, this was between what is my destiny and arrows for bullets. Mm-hmm. And cause we, we didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't want to get a vocalist, um, because Kyle at the time was just playing keyboards and wasn't actually like doing anything. And so I was like, you know, maybe you should start screaming. And so that's kind of where he just kind of forced himself into it. And he started to get better. And I really don't know how it started to transpire. We started kind of recording ourselves. Um, and we did like a demo of the song, like autumn way before mm-hmm. it was even in, um, the album of saloon. And, uh, I think we just started, recording ourselves and trying to get good screams and he started to kind of figure out how to do it um yeah and then you know for me like my screaming kind of came from me singing and singing more intense and more intense and at some point i started realizing that you could kind of like you could kind of sing with distortion and so that's where my screaming kind of came from and then when the guys ended up leaving in like 2015 i kind of was forced into having to learn how to scream because i had to kind of cover all of the all yeah. of at that point so i don't know it kind of just came naturally there wasn't really any lessons or anything involved like kind of just came from a lot of trial and error and just yeah seeing where it goes and then i don't know I really yeah. don't know. I'm sure, uh, Josh, you probably have a similar maybe story about that too. It sounds like yeah, you. I didn't. I didn't um, like learn from anybody in particular. Just uh, from practicing, uh, I used to do it completely wrong, so I would just shred my throat. I did that too. Um, I made a lot of mistakes at first, and yeah, and I'm pretty sure my my throat probably has permanent damage from it. Oh, that's yeah, not, but like. Not, not like they say like severe, but like it, it's like uh, you can get, I think they're called like nodules or something mm-hmm. from tearing vocal, your, your vocal, vocal nodes. Vocal nodes, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Like once you get those, they're there. Hmm. It makes singing a little harder. Yeah. I know they say like if you're, if it hurts, you're doing it wrong. So <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to hurt. And honestly, yeah. I've seen some people scream. They'll do it at like talking volume, like on. Like in in a show, like it's it's pretty wild how like different people have different volumes that they yeah. Some yeah, I, I know that. I know a story. Um, Spencer from Under Oath, his screams are like at talking volume, and most people don't think that, but they That's are. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and, and they can make them sound like brutal at talking. Yeah, volume yeah well. and I've recorded I've recorded quite a bit of vocalists that that scream at a pretty low volume but i think yeah. the thing for me is like i feel personally that you lose a bit of like soul when you scream like that yeah uh, in the sense like for example someone like ollie sykes 
he you can tell like 100 he is pushing so yeah. hard and it like you can feel it like you can almost feel his soul coming out of his body when he screams yeah and and then there's certain screamers where they will whisper scream and i'm not not ratting on spencer at all because he's such a cool guy but for me spencer has a very like mid style scream that's like there isn't a whole lot of like uh character like it's just kind of like flat like a very plateaued yeah. which is perfect not like, it's like, there's not a lot of movement but it works and it works awesome yeah for their style yeah yeah but i can guarantee you someone like ollie is probably going to destroy his voice a lot faster than someone like spencer because doing that quieter style of screaming is actually probably i'm assuming better for you even though whispering and singing is incredibly hard on your vocals that's why john mayer had to get his vocal nodes all oh shit really yeah because the way that he sings where he's like your body is a one yeah (laughs) the way that you're actually you're 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 pushing so your your vocals are you're so loose when you whisper but when you're pushing to get volume to sing like that is so hard on your vocal cords and so the way that things if you just hear it you go oh my gosh that must be so hard and sure enough yeah back um I don't know, like 2013 or 2012. Yeah. He had to take a break from um, singing for like six months. That's why he kind of went into hiding and like moved to Montana and kind of like disappeared for like a few years Um, was because he, yeah, he had to get his throat all fixed up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you and uh, and your brother, y'all have like the most uh, like distinct scream in the genre. I don't think anybody screams like y'all. Oh, thanks. I, yeah. The thing is funny is I think Kyle and I have our, you probably don't even can't even tell when we're screaming. Like we have such a similar, cause we're related. Yeah. You know, yeah. But we do have different screams and I, I do think that, yeah. You also um, started looking alike here, looking alike here recently as well. Cause I was, <laughs> I was watching I, y'all's videos behind the scenes and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like <laughs> here too. Cause Kyle weighs like Kyle's like, at least got 50 pounds on me. He's a big yeah. guy, taller than me. He's way heftier. But yeah, now that he has a beard and long hair, even though he's incredibly got, he's got incredibly curly hair and thick hair. I have kind of more wavy, thinner hair, but yeah, you put, you put a side by side now and it's like, you can, our eyes look similar. Yeah. It's, like it's like the promo pictures that y'all have taken recently. I was looking at him and I was like, fucking hey, dude. Like, yeah. You know what's crazy too <laughs> is, is his firstborn, he has two kids now, his firstborn Henry is literally side by side, looks exactly like me when I was his age. That's his, hilarious. I used to have, you know that, you know that end, um, that end video of me on the unwanted video where I'm crying. Mm-hmm that yeah. that was that era that's what henry like that's the age that henry is now and he looks exactly like me <laughs> you hair. know what's funny is my brother uh my brother is four years older than me he has a daughter she's like 13 now i think and she looks like just like me it's fucking crazy weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> so interesting yeah yeah i know a lot of people are like saying that we look a lot alike but yeah. it's so funny because i'm way more fair skinned than he is too and he's really dark so i think in the summertime people will notice that we do not look the same because yeah. uh he'll, he'll be a lot darker yeah all the tanning yeah uh so i want to talk about y'all's like diy shit dude jesus man y'all take that shit to the extreme man <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, I've been watching all your behind the scenes on the three recent videos. And I know uh, I also listened to a little bit of uh, your brother's podcast uh, to kind of get a feel. Failures, failures and fakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they talk about like the music video for Saloon and all that shit and mm-hmm. uh, how basically y'all had to like, Y'all have always had to like make shit for your music videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we definitely don't make it easy on ourselves. We always force ourselves into having to do that. Um, but that's just kind of comes with the territory of growing up with my parents. My dad is incredibly DIY. He owns his own electrical business. So he's electrician and he's yeah. had his business since 1992. So I think he started yeah. when, when I was born. And, um, but he's the type of guy, I think it comes from also just his childhood and kind of growing up with three other brothers himself and not having exactly the best home life. He had to figure out kind of how to survive on his own. And so he's just been very DIY himself. He's constantly tinkering around. He's not really, besides like being an electrician, he's not really a master of anything, but he's a jack of all trades. So he's literally jack of all trades master of none kind of guy yeah he's really good at everything he does and we just grew up you know like him buying like a boat um from someone for like 200 dollars. that was just complete shit and then it was him learning how to like gut the whole thing and then refiberglass it he had no idea what he was doing and then we're yeah. helping him like fiberglass this really cheap shitty boat that he got and then, <laughs> and then he would put like this really crappy motor that he found really cheap because the person thought the motor was broken so he's got the whole motor taken apart trying to fix it because he's like if i can get this thing to work we just saved ourselves five thousand dollars and i only bought it for a hundred bucks and so he's got this motor completely like destroyed or not destroyed but taken apart and trying to fix you know and then he gets it working and puts it on the boat and then we're we're water skiing that following summer. Like <laughs> it's like the, that, that idea was just so ingrained in our minds. It was like, you could save a lot of money if you just do it yourself and you get to learn something along the way. Yeah. And the worst that can happen is you, it doesn't work. Like yeah. there was times where my dad would go to the freaking dump and he would find like lawnmowers, weed whackers. He'd find computers that people just threw away and he would bring it home and he would fix it. And we still have, like we we have a specific weed whacker that we've had for the past 20 years that he found in the dump and it still works fine. You just, the carb was messed up and you just needed to fix the carb. So that whole thing is really what gave all of us a driving DIY. I mean, just that's not, not a bad trait to have when you're in the genre of music y'all play, you know? No, it's <laughs> not because you make so little money in this yeah. genre. Yeah, you can save so much money by being able to do certain things yeah Any, anything you can do that you don't have to pay somebody else to do is a very good thing to have <laughs> true yeah and especially when it comes to you know music videos and um especially music videos because you can you can drop 10 grand on a music video before you even yeah and you probably won't see that you'll you will not see the money back from that unless you're like signed to a massive label and a lot of push and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's almost like you, if you want to seem legit, you kind of have to do that. Like, like you can get away with not having music videos nowadays, I think. Um, but, but like 10 years ago, if you didn't have a music video, it's like, well, then you're not really like a band, you know? So that was kind of what started that too, is I, 
there was a couple of people that we were talking to about maybe doing music video with back in like 2011 and it just nothing panned out they got like mia they never mm. got back to us and so i was like you know what i'm gonna figure out how to do it myself and so i bought my camera i did a little bit of research rented a lens and i just kind of figured out on the way because i i really didn't want to pay for the music video and i didn't like the communication issues that we were having with these other people and i was like if it's this hard to get a music video done, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Even if it's not the best in the world. And it, you know what? It actually turned out fairly good for my first video. And from there I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing them and uh, see what happens. You know, I'm not the best director. I just know how to take our songs and add a vibe to them that I think people like. Yeah. But I mean, you're producing like hella quality music videos for, I'm sure not near as much as you would spend, you know, having somebody else shoot it. Those all three of the recent music videos are fucking great, dude. And I mean, even your older ones like saloon and uh, saloon is fucking fantastic. Saloon is really good. I'm going to go watch all of your music videos. They're fantastic. Cover girl. Didn't y'all shoot that in like your, 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 didn't like on the podcast, I said y'all's family hood friend is like a teacher and she let you use the classroom. And then y'all had to sign like waivers to to kids. (laughs) yeah so it's it's a it's like my second mom yeah Uh, she so like yeah our families and their families they she had kids that are the same age as me kyle and me and kyle yeah so we grew up playing and hanging out with them and then josh her son josh was the one that was helping me film because he's a very very good videographer he was helping me film that music video so yeah it was a it was a big endeavor um, to get the kids, and uh, yeah, I think they said your your is either your dad or, or TJ's dad. I don't remember, but somebody had to tow the bus so y'all could get the movie yeah, shots of it. <laughs> the bus didn't work, so my dad had to tow it to make it look like it was moving. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot of things, you know. And the kids were awesome. We got perfect kids to be in that, and it's so crazy too because now they're all like uh, a lot of them were TJ's. TJ has like four adopted brothers and sisters and mm-hmm. they're the ones that were in the video a lot um, because we actually didn't film us playing in front of the kids the kids never saw us playing because yeah that, w- that wouldn't have made any sense so we had them have all the reactions we had them interacting with us without the without the instruments and we came in on a second day but there is four people that are in the front row of us playing and that was tj's brothers and sisters and now they're basically all 21 or they're able to Damn. drink now so they came to our show this past november and the oldest she had a beer and i'm like god so crazy that you know you were in that video and now you're right but of course they were she was a lot older she looked like she was in second grade but she was like three years older so i think she's in fifth grade at the time so like her age makes sense but it is still weird that a lot of these people are like yeah i got one more question and then i'll pass it off to josh um so where's the briefcase man Oh, the brief. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll bring it back. I still have it. I yeah. I kind of, I kind of uh, made it end when I kicked it into the river on the "You Will Go" video. Ah, okay. okay. But I have an idea of how to bring it back because yeah. that is a running gag, and I love that you brought that up because that means yeah. that all of that stupid bullshit that we thought no one would ever care about what we did it anyway has paid off enough that you asked me that question. Yeah. So, Josh, in every single music, in every, yeah, in every single music video uh, up until their their last three, they have a brief, the same briefcase. 
in every fucking video. <laughs> and sometimes it's just a blur. So like in the CoverGirl one, you pull mm-hmm. pull earplugs out of it, and that's like the only time you see it. So trying and to think. Okay. Bring it back. Yeah, man. And then in, uh, I think, it, I don't remember which one, which song it is. The one where y'all are, got fired from your job when you're carrying the thing. Oh, and yeah. It's like right at the end when y'all are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And then I think class of 2010 has it. We like pull it out and get like something. And then where is it in saloon? I don't remember where it's in saloon. Or oh, it's shit. Uh, I don't, I know. I'm... Oh, I know where it's at. It's, um, it's at the very end when Ian is cleaning up. He's the bartender. He's cleaning up the, he's cleaning up the whole space. And I think the suitcase is like in the very back corner. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it's all in there. Um, I really like that you noticed that. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. So, Saloon came out in 2013. So, Closure in Moscow, did you listen oh. to them around that time? Because the song Saloon, just for some reason, honestly, that whole album just gave me Closure in Moscow vibes. I've heard that a ton of times. Um, I've never really never listened to Closure in Moscow. I've heard a couple of their songs, but that was like, that was like a couple years after saloon and people telling us that we needed to because that that band reminded them of us or something like that so i remember listening to some of their newer stuff that came out but i yeah i never really ever listened to them yeah before. You're, wow. that album reminds me of like a heavier closer in moscow like okay. yeah closer in moscow they just released another song too it's really good it's pretty good yeah nice. oh you know what i saw that i saw that. i think i actually watched it for a few seconds and yeah after was, like 10 years or something like what yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm glad these guys are coming back a little bit. I think there's never a wrong time to come back. I just think if you're going to come back, you got to make sure you come back with enough of the members to make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get a couple more songs on here, man. Let's let's talk about um some of your current listens cuz I've got some questions about y'all's recent upcoming album. Did you, so. did you see the podcast or did you see the playlist that we built that was around the songs? In I, I did. Yeah. You got the Callous Cowboys on there. Fucking. Rip. Yeah. So, so Carson was sending me their album like a few months before it even came out. And we have a, we have a song on the new album called saloon again, and it's a part two. So it's pretty crazy. And I think I was listening to some of the Callous Cowboys from the shit that he sent me and it kind of inspired me to yeah that band is wild man we need to, <laughs> yeah they are wild we needed to do one more song that was crazy and that's i was like oh maybe we should do something in that vein so they i wouldn't say like they inspired us in any way it just kind of brought back the vibe that i needed to be inspired to write something a little bit more thrashy than i'm used to writing or yeah in a long time so props to them and they're really really nice people and uh yeah, they're great. Um, you could put a Callous Cowboy song on there if you want. I don't really know. Like, it's not a band that I listen to all the time, though. So, yeah, maybe we'll do a different one. It's one that, um, yeah. What are you looking for? Are you just looking for something that I really like? Uh, so let's go with the. So let me. You mentioned what's his name, Corey Wong. God, yeah, Corey. Wong. Yeah, let's get some Corey Wong on there. So let's for Corey Wong do. Um, so the cool thing about Corey Wong is he has a guy that pretty much like is on, is like his right wing guy or right hand guy. Um, his name's Cody Fry and Cody Fry is freaking awesome. And so if you go to Corey Wong, he has a song called golden, which is so good. So you could put that song in there, but it's like a combination of Cody Fry and Corey Wong, but there's other Corey Wong songs too, that are really, really cool. 
Yeah. You can put more than one if you want, man. Um, let's do, well, okay. No, cause I, we'll do this. So we'll do golden, but then we're going to go to another band that's featuring Corey Wong. And that band is called dirty loops, which is literally my favorite band. Oh, I've heard of them before. Oh man. And they did a collab with Corey Wong called follow the light. And it is insane. Like so good. I've probably listened to that song. Like, well, not a lot, but enough, like 40. I need to go uh, listen to Corey Wong stuff. I have a, was that neural DSP? <laughs> I, I was so, stoked when he made that because I neural DSP is freaking awesome. I just bought yeah. the, I just bought the quad cortex for our show. Yes, that's okay. where that's crazy. So it was. Uh, I interviewed um, a band called uh, Nightlife, and they put some Dirty Loops on their playlist. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah and I actually <laughs> learned about Dirty Loops from Silent Planet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Our guitar player, Mitch, when we were touring with Silent Planet back in like 2014, he was obsessed with Dirty Loops and he would play it all the time. And that's where I first heard about them. And then ever since then, I've just been obsessed with them and everything they do. It was uh, Sayonara, Sayonara Love is the song they, they put oh, on there. Oh, Sayonara Love, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. But yeah. yeah um, um, what else are you like currently just, I know that's that's kind of like some just chill vibes, like jazzy stuff. Well, so another band that's trying to think I'm trying to be trying to be real because I don't really, I don't listen to a lot of music. I don't yeah. know. If, oh, you're good, man. Um, we'll just make this playlist long enough to brush your dog to then. No, no. I, <laughs> it's like when I, when I write music or like my, I don't listen to music in the, in the car. <clears throat> um, I don't, I don't listen to it unless I kind of have to. And I think that's why I like making music because I like, and it sounds a little bit narcissistic, but I like making music that I want to listen to <laughs> as weird as that sounds. And so, yeah, for sure. Um, it's a weird way of putting it, but let's see if I can think of another band. Did you have him put a August Burns red song on? There? I put, I put 11th hour on there since that was oh, yeah, the, nice. his first one. Yeah. Another guy that's freaking awesome. I put this one on our other playlist, but there's a guy named Lewis Cole. That's fucking sick. He yeah. also, he's also, and you could put this on there as a joke. People can't confirm it because he won't say if it's real, but there's a band called clown core. Yeah. On, and they think that he's in that band. So if you want to put a clown core song in there just for fun, he won't confirm it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, he's, ask, he's always just like, I cannot confirm or deny kind of thing. But That's Lewis hilarious. awesome. He has a song called dead inside shuffle dead inside shuffle is a sick song. Yeah, Clowncore, the man, they've been, I've been seeing a little live videos of their shows, and it's just them inside of like a tent on stage. <laughs> oh, really? They actually play yeah. the show? I'm just thinking of like the... I mean, they wear masks, so you still can't see who it is. So Yeah, it's like the video. I just remember the video where they're in the um, porta potty plane. It's just insane. Oh, wait, um, was that, that, that was the thing that was all over like Adult Swim, like yeah 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 six years ago or something and they were also uh there's there the first like phone or something yeah, yeah. the um, first song of theirs i heard it was a it was a music video and they were driving in a like old beat-up van just around town playing yeah playing their song that's that song was fucking awesome too that's awesome oh my gosh yeah I totally forgot about them. I was like, I was like, why does clown core sound familiar clown core man but i don't know <laughs> what it is it's awesome. Dude. It's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. I'm looking for a band that I was going to add, but they're not on here. 
probably because they haven't been around for a long time what was it uh it's a band called this love they're so good um they inspired me a lot when i was writing handmade i think yeah or maybe it was saloon but they're not heavy they're just super quiet but they're super sick the vocalist is awesome um oh another band i really like is called reign of kindo yeah the reign of kindo yeah and their moments in between album is is so good um that song moments in between is like super good so you could put that okay um, uh, I'm to think of heavier bands right now because I know you guys probably want to. Oh no, you're good, dude. Like so, with these playlists, man, it, it's it's kind of crazy because they rarely match up to. I mean, there's a couple of songs here and there, but most of them it's just whatever. It's been it's been really awesome finding like music outside of their particular genre that I listen, you know, that yeah. I like now. So, and that's kind of why I started doing this, just because I know. I mean, yeah you get inspiration from everywhere. Not just if you, if you stayed in the same genre, it wouldn't sound good, you know, or, or it would just be the same thing constantly. So totally. Oh, you know, it's a really sick band is, um, the band called maximum, the hormone. Have you heard, I've of, never them? heard of them either? Yeah. Dude, check it out. Cause people say that we sound like them, but they're, they do what we do like a hundred times better. Um, they're, <laughs> they're from Japan. So the, I'm trying to find the song that, because I think the song is all in Japanese. Like you can't even. Oh, like, it's all in kanji. Yeah. Um, maximum. But I just found them on Spotify, so you, they're on there. But they are literally insane. Uh, what's the song? I gotta find it, cause I, they are so fucking sick. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm always I'll, down to find new Japanese bands. Yeah. I remember seeing it for the first time and going, man these guys we need to tour with these guys like to be the coolest thing and their music it's not like it's not a gimmick but it's a gimmick but they they kill the gimmick better than the bands that they're gimmicking so it's hard yeah it's so good i love it um you want to add uh some of those uh original influences for that first ep with the like attack attack attack. there's some there's a couple attack attack songs that are really good um that are from the later years the the well they are a band again now um without caleb but yeah um i, I think there's only like one or two members that actually the drummer, the drummer and guitar player are still yeah there. but there's the song or the album this means war that's actually really really good it didn't get a it didn't get a lot of love because it came out i think right before they broke up mm-hmm. but um the song the revolution is super sick oh yeah dude that song is that song shreds that's that's a good song yeah really good their new stuff isn't bad i I listened to their two new singles that just came out recently they're not bad at all they're pretty good i heard it a little bit i just don't listen to that style of music anymore so it's not yeah i um i'm really like gonna throw down but um. (laughs) you're good (laughs) Let me get to something. So I just tell me what you want to tell me here, but what I, cause like, I don't want to get into like the band's past or anything like that. Cause I know yeah, how everything, you know, happened and everything like that. But I want to know, um, like what's different this time around. I know your three, you know, your two brothers are back in the band. You'll have the complete original lineup. Y'all took like a six year hiatus, everything like that. And like, what's different this time around? Um, we just grew up a lot. Like I, we, you know, living with your brothers in general, I'm sure you guys have siblings. It's always rough. 
at some time you guys fight in the house, you know, it's, yeah. it's just how brotherly shit is. Yeah. Um, and so not only did we have that growing up, but then you put all three of us into a 15 pack. <laughs> so it's not like we were like fighting all the time. It's just that we at some point needed to grow up. Parker was still in high school. Um, he was doing online school and he just wanted to like experience life as a, as a teenager. And he didn't want to be going city to city and playing shows. Like he wanted to be a normal, you know, 10th yeah. grade. So um, he just wasn't feeling it. And then Kyle was married at the time um, and wanted to make, have a family. He wanted to just live life that way. And TJ kind of in the same vein, I think wanted to move on from something and kind of, I think TJ kind of was like, well, if you guys are quitting too. I don't want to be a part of this either. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just all had, we all had growing up to do a lot yeah. of it. I had a lot of growing up to do. And financially the band wasn't working anymore. That's why I stopped because I did do it myself for about two years, but I did call it quits on my, my end because it just wasn't financially feasible. So I got a job working with this mental health company. Um, and I've been doing that ever since. And through those five or six years of, of not, you know, being like the original lineup, we all just grew up a lot. And we started to realize that we have other passions outside of music. Like I am very passionate about the mental health thing, like working with this company and doing what I do. Um, Kyle's very passionate about family life. And he's like trying to grow a, a cool Airbnb thing with his wife and have like, you know, an Airbnb thing at their house and do all this cool stuff. Parker's like loving mechanic stuff. Like he, he like buys old tractors and like from like the 1930s and forties and then refurbishes them. That's badass. Like everybody has found a passion besides music. And that was the most important thing because there was yeah. at some point we didn't know anything but music. Everything was about the band and everything was about music. And that's not a good place to be. It's not good for, it's just not good. It's, it, you yeah. have, and I, I, I feel like this is something that should be said for most bands. I think every band needs to find, especially frontman because they have the most ego out of all the band members. And I know that because I have that issue too. Sometimes <laughs> um, I think everyone needs to find a passion besides music because nothing is shittier than waking up every single morning and going, well, I hope I'm still relevant today. Or what do I do to stay relevant? Because you can fall out of the limelight instantly. And that's not a fun thing to constantly wake up thinking. And I think that's why you hear so much about mental health being an issue in, in, in the music industry and the acting industry, like those industries where you have to stay relevant all the time to have a job is not fun. So, so this time writing, we weren't writing because we had to, because we wanted to sustain the band as a business. We wrote because we were just having fun with each other. Like I had really never been close to my brothers beyond the music. It was more like, like I looked at Kyle and Parker as like, business partners and not friends yeah well you're a lot old. how old are how much older are you than them um kyle is like 20 months younger than me so pretty okay. pretty close in age but parker i think is six years younger than i am okay so um anyways it's just we needed a lot of learning and growing up and uh so yeah when we started writing this record we really just had a fun time because there was nothing there was nothing that we could do to fuck it up we just yeah there's nothing to lose. And and I felt like every record we'd done prior 
it felt like there was everything to lose. The only time that we felt like there was nothing to lose was when we were writing Where's My Destiny, Arrows for Bullets, and and even Saloon. Yeah. Because at that point we were so young that we were like, any any sort of love that we get from this is is better than nothing. But then after Saloon, you have to keep the momentum of Saloon and it has to be better than Saloon. And it's like all of that pressure is just like rising on your shoulders. And so yeah, I feel like this was the way that we wrote this record was almost the same way that we wrote those other records where we had no care in the world. So, yeah. Awesome. The three singles y'all released have all been like extremely different than the last, but they've all been like your style. Uh, yeah. I don't we, know if that makes sense, but like. No, it's, it, it, we really wanted to sh- progress. We also didn't want to stray too far away from like the OG style of the ongoing concept because yeah. we know that a lot of fans are going to like hope to hear something like you know saloon or hear something like unwanted or this and that so we really wanted to make sure and i spent a lot of time like going back to those sessions on pro tools because i have all that shit you know Mm -hmm. i introduced everything myself i have all the old hard drives i was able to go back in and kind of just like look at some of these like even unreleased songs like when we write records like we have sometimes up to 30 songs that we are writing and we'll just scrap 20 of them and only stick with 10 um, and I'm not saying they're like they're full songs, but there's ideas there and skeletons of songs. And so I started going back in and just kind of trying to refresh my brain on like, oh, this is like how we were kind of writing back then. And that really helped um, cultivate like that, that idea of, or just kind of made it so that we were writing in a traditional ongoing concept way, but also yeah. adding a hint of, you know, progression and maturity as well. For sure. And this this uh, interview will be released on the April 13th, so your album will already be out. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, is there anything you can tell us about any songs that haven't come out yet? or? Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be released, like, might as well. Um, like, there's, there's a song that I think it's my favorite one. Well, okay, so how about this? You guys seem to know the lore, at least you... Um, yes. Yeah, I you do. know the lore. So this song does continue um, from the last record. So the first song is going to continue from the last record, from the last song on the last record to the new song on the first. That makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah. If you've noticed, all of our songs and or all of our albums connect. Yes. The last song. So that whole story, that very kind of metaphorical story, is still being told, and it will end as well on the last track, which is fucking awesome. And nice. I think. Song, I think that song might be one of my favorite songs we've ever written. Like it still gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. It's so good. That, yeah, that and then, me. I'm sorry for interrupting, but uh, I'm gonna forget this if I if I don't say it now. That uh, so you had that tree falling in that last handmade uh, yeah. that last song in that one album, and then the following album, the first song was like a reverse thing. Yeah, what was uh, that yeah. Reverse sound. That reverse sound is the just the just the entire first track of Handmade. Oh, oh wow, yeah, that's and then cool. It starts to fade into song into a little guitar riff, I think. I yeah, so I was like, I I don't I I can't really tell what this is, and I don't have anything with me right now to reverse it because so I was listening through Spotify, and I was like, oh yeah, it might be sped up a little bit too. I can't remember. Um, so even if you did reverse, it's been so long since I looked at that song but yeah it is reversed and then of course you know the last song on places is is someone jumping into a river or a lake mm-hmm. all of that stuff will will have its uh connections in this yeah. new 
because I know every song is again. So prisoner again, unwanted again, which are all tracks yes, from your previous albums. They are. And some of them are more reminiscent of others. Some of them are just pure part twos, pure, like not really close in lyrical content, but we wanted, we wanted to, tip our hat kind of to all those songs. So in no yeah. way, it's like a reimagined song. All these are original songs, nothing to do with the other ones, but you may hear some lyrical similarities. You may hear some um, like melody similarities. And and that's kind of the cool part about it is like, I feel like, like, for example, um, Periphery just came out with a song that has like, um, like references of like four of their previous songs from previous yeah. albums. I thought was really cool. We just did it in a full album type of way, I guess. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, dude. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple other bands you could put on your playlist. So there's a, there's a guy named Bill Wirtz. He, uh, <laughs> he's so sick. You've probably seen this YouTube video called the history of the world or something. And it's just this guy talking about, oh, yeah. so he's actually a musician and his shit is so fucking good. Um, so if you, his name is Bill Wirtz, W U R T Z. Yeah. Called just did a bad thing and that song is so sick bad thing. i regret the thing i did <laughs> honestly bill wirtz is probably more of an inspiration on this newest album than any other of these bands nice Damn. okay just, i don't know why but he just is awesome so the i mean if you, you don't have to put any more on there you're good so i like to save some room for for some of y'all's songs uh, so since the album will be out, is there two so two of your favorite songs on this new album that you'd like to throw on here? Um, yeah, I think Amends Again will be great. And then we also have Melody Again. Okay. And songs are Melody Again is one of my favorites. Um, I really want to do a music video for that one. And I think, I think we might, I just need to, uh, I need to wait for the snow to kind of melt a little bit more and, yeah i guess yeah. we can do it right now but i just we did prisoner again in the snow and i every time i was like I'm never doing this again so <laughs> i wait for the snow to melt before i do any more music video stuff dude my dog is going nuts what's up reggie yes uh well you're good man uh i'll throw those two on there when your when your album comes out i know you got another interview so i don't want to keep you too much longer but do y'all have this is like your time to call out like shows and social okay. media and all that stuff so we got a small little tour run that we're doing just for like our album release tour. Um, it's just three dates, uh, April 7th in Spokane at the big Dipper, April 8th at Mana Occulta in Portland, Oregon. And then, uh, April 9th at the shredder in Boise, Idaho. So those will be fun. And then we are doing a little tour with Lightworker and bloodlines, uh, at the end of June, um, kind of on our way to audio feed, so that's going to be fun too. And that's like June 26th, 7th, 8th, 9th. And then audio feed, I think is July 1st and 2nd. And then I think we have like two routing dates back, but I can't really think of the exact locations that we're playing, but we've posted it at least before. Yeah. Social media handles and social media handles. Yes. I think almost everything is just the ongoing concept. So Instagram, the ongoing concept, um, Facebook, same thing. Twitter, I think, is not the ongoing concept. It is just ongoing concept. I think someone took the the from us. Or maybe Twitter doesn't allow for anything longer than like... Yeah. 
characters or something. So, um, and then of course, TikTok, you can find us on TikTok. I think at the ongoing concept as well. We we're trying to post a lot on there. Um, a lot of shorts, a lot of fun little things. Uh, yeah. So. Well, hell yeah, man. I'm thoroughly looking forward to checking out again. Uh, again, we'll be out March 31st. So this interview will come out, uh, after it releases but everybody go listen to again and uh you say you got a lot of callbacks and a lot of cool easter eggs in there which is awesome a lot of easter eggs a lot of fun a lot of vocals a lot of new vocals tj and andy are all doing their vocals on this so it kind of feels like the one direction who was that that sang on uh, unwanted again that was tj man that that's good i like the i think it was feeling no was it I think maybe it was it was either unwanted or feelings that sounds like hella groovy, man. Oh, that was unwanted again. Yeah, yeah. That was so thing. fucking groovy, dude. TJ is a great singer. He just has never sang on any of other records, so this is the first time. And I'm like, it's so cool because I feel like we're progressing as a band in like other ways than just like new music. You know, we're we're expanding our arsenal of like what people can do. You know, vocally and stuff. So yeah, it's really fun. Well, I wish y'all the best of luck, man. I hope this time around y'all y'all just have fun with it, and and I sincerely enjoy the three tracks that y'all released and that's it man josh you got anything else um you know i'm kind of sad that you didn't call me like your your lovely co-host or anything. oh man i'm i will your you big, know what? beautiful <laughs> supple breasted co-host or something you could that's you how i always introduce my, my original <laughs> co-host I, I always say something you know oh, beautiful okay. or handsome or yeah sorry I, uh um my absolutely gorgeous co-host do you have anything else um (laughs) i i don't think so you good all right man well i don't want to hold him i appreciate you giving us some of your time today man yeah thanks so much my dog says bye everybody that's a cute puppy you got there yeah yeah, he's got the cone on because he keeps himself down there and he got fixed a couple weeks ago oh yeah Every time we take it off, he goes right for that. So we're just trying to be safe. But dude, my cat when he got fixed, he was he was fucking nuts, dude. He was like falling off everything, which he he already does that. But he was insane. <laughs> yeah, this guy he's only a year old, but he sleeps so much, and it's just he's the best. I love him to death. That's awesome. Anyway, it's really really nice to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, and I hope everyone enjoys the playlist. It, it's a uh, it's, it's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a nice day. You too. Thanks, guys. Uh Later.